Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of at the movies always brought to you by sideshow conversations it's me mr e-boy himself val cisco and today we're going to be talking about ralph breaks the internet a film that me and my daughter just finished seeing not too long ago and i think we absolutely loved it coming in with low expectations i feel that this movie exceeded expectations once it was finished and not to say it has no flaws whatsoever, because it does. But I feel that this movie has heart, and it has a message. And a message that's totally different than what we had in the first movie that came out um, in 2012. I feel like this movie really just gave you something different. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it right there. Um, just to let you guys know, thank you so much again for supporting the podcast right here. And if you really did want to support it a little bit more, definitely leave comments, rate, review, subscribe. That would be fantastic. But of course, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Ralph 
breaks the internet of video game bad guy Ralph and his fellow misfit Van- misfit misfit Vanellope Von Sweets must risk it all by traveling to the world wide web in search of a replacement part to save Vanellope's video game Sugar Rush. In way over their heads, Ralph and Vanellope rely on citizens of the internet to help navigate their way, including an entrepreneur named Yes, who is head of algorithm that's kind of like YouTube in a way. And of course, another great character that um, we won't go too much into spoilers, but of course, played by Gal Gadot, who is credited in this movie, who plays a street racer in the game slaughter race so i mean there's so many things to talk about in this movie right here uh the ups the downs um we can go into um of course the release date november 21st 2018 directors rich moore and phil johnson a budget of 175 million dollars um, of course, production companies Walt Disney Animation Studios and Walt Disney Pictures. Gotta say, Walt Disney Animation been really kicking it. They've been really, you know, just swinging the bat and hitting some home runs lately. And um, it took them a, a while. I think it took Pixar to give them that jump, that real edge to take it to the next level there because of course Pixar has been the lead entertainer the the money maker when it comes to Disney films before this Disney was relying on nostalgia but you know things like Tangled things like Frozen and going on from Wreck-It Ralph uh, I, I believe that they're turning a new leaf and really finding their heart and finding what it means to really touch their audience again touch them in a way where where you can um, have somebody cry from the age of 5 to 55. And I think that's very rare. Um, so many other movies uh, that I'm not a credit. I'm sorry for that. Things like Moana. Things like Princess and the Frog. Of course, I said Tangled. Things like Enchanted in a way where I had Disney Animation. I think slowly but surely they were building uh, their credibility again. Um, not to say that it was wrecked, <laughs> no pun, <laughs> but not to say it was, you know, wrecked by any means. I just feel that uh, Pixar was throwing so much great content out that I guess there was no reason to have any more Disney animation. You know, Brave kind of solidified the Disney princess right there. Um, but, you know, this movie, this really, really, uh, it really kicked, it kicked arse. Kick bars. Um, so yeah, let's talk about some um, key moments in uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. We won't go too crazy into it, but I do want to talk about a lot of the main parts, especially the theme. The theme itself has to do with insecurity. Um, it does hit you over the head a couple of times, a little too blatant in my opinion, but it's, it is the heart of the movie. It's the heartbeat. Um, whether it's... Um, Vanellope feeling insecure about herself and her placement in life being a glitch, whether it's Ralph and his insecurities on losing a friend because she he may feel that she's growing away from him. And we can all feel that, whether it's a family member, whether it's, you know, my daughter feeling like she's um 14 years old about to turn into a full-blown teenager and that little girl, you know, that I had is going to be walking away into something a little bit different now. 
And it's just me accepting that. I saw that theme in this movie, whether it's best friends. Like, she um, talked to me on this. Uh, we had conversations about this movie as well, too. And uh, her relationship with her friends that she had for the past, I want to say, four to five years. And, you know, them growing apart, doing different things, you know, from age 11 to now. And just how different time is in like, the span of a couple of years. Now people grow away and you just have to accept that. And sometimes you don't want to accept that. It can be very detrimental to a friendship. Very... Um, uh, dangerous as well too because you might put yourself in a position where someone may not forgive you for things you do and you see that in this movie you see that that um ralph could be a very um not dangerous not villainous but it's borderline abusive um not physically but mentally you know really just put into the uh to vanelli's head that you know oh he is she doesn't need to do anything special she's special to him um, she doesn't need to go out of her way to be accepted in the world because he accepts her. You know, things that can hurt somebody. And not in a malicious way, but in a way where who's someone who's very insecure could damage somebody. It's a very damaging friendship, damaging relationship. Um, not to say this movie is all woes. It has some great entertainment. There's parts where, you know, Vanellope and Ralph are making fun of Zangief for waxing. Um, there's awesome little Sonic cameos in this movie as well, too. Um, seeing the actual store owner, um, plug in Wi-Fi the first time. And, you know, you got this joke in the, in the trailer where you see Ralph and the other characters talking about Wi-Fi calling the Wi-Fi. Um, and how the internet now is plugged into the arcade, so literally it's so dangerous that no one wants to go in it or go around it yet. They just want to kind of do their own thing. And Ralph pretty much like that. He's like, you know, whatever hasn't changed, um, shouldn't change whatsoever. He's stuck in his ways. Well, you know, Vanellope is very interested about the internet. Uh, we won't go into why they're um, on their path to the internet. I did explain some things that happened with Sugar Rush, but I want you guys to experience the movie uh, on your own to look at what's happening, because at the end of the day, I want you guys to experience this like I did. Um, I felt like in the beginning of the movie, like the first 10 minutes of it, I wasn't bored, but I just felt like it was kind of the same old, same old. Um, not in a bad way, but nothing new was, you know, being thrown my way. Um, we get to see, you know, of course, a lot of the main characters like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fix-It, um, and things of that nature. Um, a lot of the older characters like Ryu and Ken and Qbert and whatnot, but I felt like nothing new was coming. And it wasn't until they actually stepped into the internet, until the Wi-Fi was plugged in, they made their way where this movie changed dramatically. And it gave me things that I really take for granted with the internet and how vast it is. And how I think we all take for granted what the internet has given us. It gives me the ability to talk to you guys right now or search up information or fact check and things of that nature. Um... And you see this endless space of entertainment, whether it's, you know, little cameo drops like eBay and YouTube and uh, so many of Facebook and Twitter and how they're, I guess, depicted in this movie is very fun. You know, Twitter with these little birds tweeting around with different comments um, embedded in them, which was pretty fun as well, too. Um, your user is like a little, um, I want to say... Avatar, like a very, if you think of like the Wii, 
the Wii avatars that you get, they're like those um, for those nerds out there that <laughs> that still play Wii or have um, the Mii's from that Wii system, that console. Um, they very they're very much like that, which is very strange. Hmm. Does Disney have a hand in Nintendo? Maybe. Anyways, um, I think they wish they did. Um, you get to see these characters, these avatars go to different places, whether it's Facebook, whether it's YouTube, and you know, whether it's um, playing games online, going to eBay and bidding money. Um, you get to see a great scene with Ralph and Vanellope bidding, uh, trying to outbid an avatar, and, and they're thinking it's like a game. Like, you know, you bet 200 I'll bet 300 You bet 400 I'll bet 1500 So that was pretty fun to see. Um, you get to see the whole YouTube culture. There's parts where Ralph is actually doing things to earn cash or credits to pay for certain things online. And in order to do that, he has to do very... You get to see, like, the whole YouTube movement, whether it's making these Vine videos or um, these GIFs as well, too, of just him, you know, either hurting himself or doing, like, you know, things like um, um, the challenges, like, what, what, what kids do, the Ghost Pepper Challenge, like that, the world's hottest chip. Um, you know, he's, like, doing the Dougie and dancing and whatnot. There's um, cat videos of him. You know, a whole bunch of things that he's doing to earn... I guess, likes and love and recognition so that way he get paid. So very weird, very demanding, very meta for this world as well, too, because um, that's what we live in. We live in a world where people are trying to become famous by doing anything they can to get noticed. So that was telling to see here. We get to see uh, Vanellope as well, too, do her own thing as well, too, and um, a Grand Theft auto kind of s kind of place uh, i thought that this part of the movie was pretty fun as well too where we got to see in slaughter race um the gal gadot character um how her name is shank by the way which is fantastic like you're shanking somebody and you get to see how dangerous this place is and how it's not for kids that much but kids get into it anyway um i found that hilarious um now, anything can happen in this world, but this is why Vanellope likes it, because of the fact that she feels that she is a character that's out of place in her world, but fits in this world because it's so crazy and chaotic. And she grows to love it. She grows to respect Shank, and Shank grows to respect her as a racer, as a glitch, as someone who's just edgy. Um, so you see the seeds of, of conflict kind of start right there as well, too, between Ralph and... Uh, Vanellope and Shank as well. Um, so many other things as well, too. Other people that are in this movie, uh, as I was saying um, before, Bill Hader is also credited in this movie, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he's one of the internet scammers that's in this movie that lead Ralph and Vanellope to um, the slaughter race function. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Uh, Bill Hader is a great voice, a great, great voice actor. Uh, the search engine was just fantastic as well, too, trying to guess what people are trying to say in order to um, make the process faster. Um, a very grueling process and a very thankless process, but that was fun to see. Uh, eBay was fun to see. Um... Taji's character as well too play yes as this like tycoon who who takes advantage of the likes and the well I want to say take advantage because she does help the characters toward the end but I feel like she knows how to market Ralph to the internet community especially with the whole YouTube movement so that was fun to see her character in this movie um as far as a central villain is 
There is a villain, and there isn't a villain. I won't go too crazy on it, but you'll see the reveal toward the end, and by the looks of the movie, you kind of kind of put everything together, or at least if if you're paying attention enough, you're not kind of being taken away by the oohs and the ahs of this movie, that uh, you kind of piece it together, and like, okay, this is what's going to happen, and this is what's going to break down. Um, it is a great ending. It does fit. And there's so many emotional parts that will make you tear. I've seen people tear. I almost teared uh, toward the end of this movie. Um, the biggest thing that I think everybody does want to talk about, we saw in the trailers, was the princess collaboration. And I think this was the first time we've ever seen a princess collaboration of this sort. We saw every princess from the catalog there, whether it's you know um, going from Cinderella to Jasmine, whether it's going from um, Anna and and, um, and Elsa uh, with Mulan and Pocahontas and Merida as well too. You know, there's so many uh, there's so many of a collection of princesses with their own personalities and their own thought process that I felt was very refreshing in this movie. And yet, of course, you get to see Vanellope kind of join this crew, and in my opinion, I think it solidifies Vanellope as a Disney princess. When, I guess, this crew of princess girls just say, hey, yes, you're one of us. So I found that very refreshing that, you know, there's the edgy princess, the princess that um, that um, can be glitched out and it's it's short and stubby and a little crazy, a little dirty, a little rough around the edges, but you know, not every girl's a cookie cutter princess. Not every girl can be an Aurora. Not every girl can be a Tiana. Some girls are just chill and just want to punch things. And that's what Vanellope is. Um, back to the princesses, though. I felt like um, once we got to... Because we get them at Disney.com in a way. And I don't know if this was a very meta thing as well, too. But once we get to like the Disney website, you get to see how cluttered it is. And that was one of my favorite parts, too. I was like, I wasn't sure if they were poking at themselves in this movie. I wasn't sure if they were just making fun of themselves, saying that, yes, we have all these properties and we just can't sustain it. But, yeah, it was just very bulky to see what was happening, whether you have Lucasfilms here and Marvel there and, you know, Disney princesses there and, you know, Big Hero 6 and other properties like that all around there, and Indiana Jones there. It was just so crazy to see that uh, uh, hodgepodge of characters. You got to see, you know, people like Darth Vader and Iron Man together. You got to see um, people like um, Stormtroopers chase down Vanellope, um, which was pretty fun, saying that she shouldn't be around, that she's not allowed to be in this area. And so we got a whole Stormtrooper scene there, which is straight out of uh, Episode 4. It was very fantastic for all the Star Wars nerds there. You'll get that scene. Just a hodgepodge of different things. But the princesses alone, I feel like, if anything, um, if I want to see a third movie, I will want their involvement or their own separate movie. I felt like th they kind of broke the stereotype, even though they started with the stereotype when you first see them. You know, they're talking about um, being damsels in distress and singing and being poisoned and, you know, uh, just being locked and cooped up. And toward the end, they're more f not not necessarily the damsels in distress. They're the heroes toward the end as well too. Um, they they do heroic acts, and I think they break the mold of what it is to be a princess as well too. And this could do wonders for a princess like Aurora, who people think she is like one of the I guess not. Uh, I don't want to speak bad about Disney princesses because I think they all have special place for every girl's heart. But I think Aurora is one of those princesses, uh, Sleeping Beauty, that um, 
no one really cares too much about. The chick is asleep 95% of the movie. Uh, it's more of a Prince movie, if anything. But um, it will do wonders for her character, just to give her some more personality. Uh, give Snow White more character and personality as well, too, of being more comedic as well. Um, and of course, you know, with other um, characters like Tiana as well, too, having a little bit more presence in this movie. I felt that these guys, these these ladies, can really just do something different. I know there's some um, people out there are like, oh, don't change my princesses. I don't know why I use that accent, but, um, you know, leave Jasmine the way she is, you know, leave, you know, Cinderella the way she is as well, too. And for the most part, you're going to have that still. You know, look at Toy Story as the mold right there when you had Barbie and Mr. Potato Head and help Buzz Lightyear, who plays something totally different on TV to what he is as a toy. These characters are on the internet, and they are totally different continuity, in my opinion. Um, they're friends, they're buddies, then they have their own quirks and sense of humors, and I feel like this week, a buddy team movie, These Girls, will be fantastic for this generation of girls growing up. My daughter will love it. I know girls from 5 to 25 will love it. So, if anything, push that, Disney. That That's just incredible to see. It's a team-up of princesses. Um, hell, I'll, I'll even see a movie of them battling their arch-nemesis as well, too. You know, people like the Evil Witch. People like uh, Maleficent. People like, you know, uh, so on and so forth. Genghis Khan, if you want, for Milan and things of that nature. Um, I don't know. I just felt like that has legs. It really does. Um, yeah, that's really about it. I want you guys to actually go out there and experience the movie for yourselves. Hopefully it didn't go too crazy in the spoilers. I didn't drop some things down. But I feel like it was a healthy amount of spoilers for you guys to go out there and make your decision. If you want to go out and see this movie, I know there's a lot of movies out there. You got your Creeds, you got your The Grinch movie, your um, your Fantastic Beast. There's so many movies out there to kind of sink your teeth into. Um, I know Venom's still even in the box office right now. So, you know, it's really what you want to do at the moment of time. But if you really want to just enjoy a good time with the kids and have a good time and really laugh, maybe cry even see a special song in this movie. Yes, someone does have their own um, song, and it's not John C. Riley. <laughs> um, watch it. It's a special movie. Special movie. I think John C. Riley did a great job as Ralph. Sarah Silman did a great job as Vanellope. I felt like every character was equal in some ways. I didn't feel like this was like a Cars 2 where Mater was like the main character. I felt this was more equal playing field for Vanellope and Ralph. Because they both had insecurities they had to deal with. Um, I feel, too, that this is going to get a third movie. And I wouldn't be opposed to watching that movie whatsoever. I feel like this is as great as Ralph, A Wrecked Ralph Part 1. Maybe not so much because Wrecked Ralph is so fresh. But this did give you enough to say it stands on by itself. Um, and honestly... Maybe almost just as good. A couple of little parts there where I'm like, mm, could have went in different directions. But I felt like this is a great movie. I give it the top, big top all the way. I love this movie. Fantastic movie. I can revisit it anytime and feel satisfied. Um, yeah, so guys, go watch it. It's a fantastic movie. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully you guys uh, made that decision to watch it. If not, hey, rock and roll as well too. Um, Sideshow Conversations. 
You can find Sideshow Conversations on Anchor, an application where you can download from the iOS store as well as Google Play. It is free. Um, so please download, download, download. And subscribe to this podcast after you download it. You can also find it on iTunes. So leave a like, a subscription, or hey, even a comment as well too. Any criticism is good criticism to me. And, of course, Spotify. Hit that heart button and, you know, let's carry on from there. I do know that the podcast is on different platforms as well, too. Things like Stitcher and Cashbox and things of that nature. So check your other local podcast streaming services just in case you don't have those other outlets. Try to find Sideshow Conversations. And if it's not there, access I to put it on, please. Um, of course, as well, too, if you want to reach me on the Twitter I'm at uncanny underscore V. If you want to talk more about, you know, Wreck-It Ralph or future episodes, please let me know. I'm actually coming up with a couple of ideas for new segments, so stay in tune for that. Um, if you want to reach me on Instagram, at Val Cisco as well, too, you can do so. Sideshow Conversations has a group page on Facebook and Instagram, both with their own separate versions of content, so please check them out as well. Anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Hopefully, you enjoyed this. I hope I gave you some tidbits and some uh, inside looks into Record Ralph. I will say, stay for the credits, or at least for the mid credits, because you'll enjoy some some funny humor. You've seen it in the trailer already, but it's worth seeing it one more time, and it still gives you the same laugh that you got in the trailer. So, please stay in tune for that. Anyway, guys, it's been real. It's a little late as well, too, as I do these things <laughs> at 1 o'clock in the morning. But hopefully um, hopefully it's worth it to you guys there. <laughs> Anyways, you guys take care. Thanks again for all the support you guys give. And, of course, get your mind out of gutter, but keep your eye on the side.